presented by BlackRock. Hey, good morning, playbookers. I'm Raghun Munavalan. It's Tuesday. We got a couple scoops from some new books about former President Donald Trump and Representative Kevin McCarthy's, let's call it, tenuous relationship. It's your Politico Playbook Daily Briefing. We have the first scoop this morning from Robert Draper's latest book, Weapons of Mass Delusion, When the Republican Party Lost Its Mind, which will be released October 18th. It's been widely reported that Donald Trump and Kevin McCarthy had a fiery exchange on January 6th, but Draper adds a dramatic and newsworthy new detail about the House GP leader side of the conversation, one that makes his later submission to Trump even more undignifying. From page 64 of the chapter entitled The Enabler, President Trump said to McCarthy by phone shortly before 3 in the afternoon on January 6, Well, Kevin, I guess these people are more upset about the election than you are. McCarthy yelled back incredulously, according to an account he gave a few hours later to a Republican colleague. More upset? They're trying to effing kill me. Draper also reports on the history of the McCarthy-Trump relationship, including McCarthy's youthful fascination with Trump, long before he ever knew the future president. Back in 2011, Draper interviewed a friend of McCarthy from his hometown Bakersfield in California, who told Draper, One person that he always talked about back then was Donald Trump. He talked about him all the time. I don't recall if he met him, but he talked about him a lot in our early 20s. And the latest scoop from Playbook's own Rachel Bade and co-author Karun Demersion appears in the Washington Post today, sourced from their new book, Unchecked, the untold story behind Congress's botched impeachments of Donald Trump, also set for release on October 18th. Two weeks after Trump's second acquittal, McCarthy yelled so forcefully at Representative Jamie Herrera Butler for going public about his January 6th call with Trump that he made the Washington Republican burst into tears. At the time of their private meeting, Trump was still furious with McCarthy for allowing their January 6th conversation to leak. McCarthy, who was now eager to get back into Trump's good graces, took his frustration out on Herrera Butler, whom he'd once considered a friend. McCarthy seed at Herrera Butler in the meeting in his office. After all the work I've done for the Republican Party, the money I have raised, after all the work I've done for you, I alone am taking all the heat to protect people from Trump. I alone am holding the party together. I've been working with Trump to keep him from going after Republicans like you and blowing up the party and destroying all our work. You should have come to me. Why did you go to the press? This is no way to thank me. Herrera Butler, who had considered McCarthy something of a big brother figure, defended herself. What did you want me to do? Lie? I did what I thought was right. A couple other new details from the book's account of McCarthy's post-January 6 maneuvering. In a revelation that'll no doubt infuriate Trump, the pair report that Herrera Butler learned of McCarthy's account of the January 6 phone call when she approached the GOP leader for counsel about her vote on Trump's second impeachment. Rather than urge her to vote no, McCarthy effectively treated the meeting as a therapy session, telling her the truth about Trump's contemptuous disregard for the Capitol, knowing that it would likely lead her to vote to impeach. McCarthy was wary of and initially planned not to sign a House GOP amicus brief asking the Supreme Court to overturn election results in key swing states. And the book reports that McCarthy reached out to Representative Liz Cheney for advice on how to handle the situation. McCarthy told Cheney that he thought the court filing was bad for democracy, but he ended up caving after Trump and his allies demanded that he do so. A key reason McCarthy flew to Mar-a-Lago to prostrate himself before Trump after January 6th was to try to protect Republicans from Trump's wrath, or at least that's how he justified it to others. According to the book's authors, when Trump's skeptical Republicans privately grilled McCarthy about his infamous meeting in Palm Beach, McCarthy told them he was doing it for them. 
Here's what's up in Washington today, starting with the White House. At 8 a.m. Eastern, President Joe Biden will hold a virtual meeting with the G7 leaders to discuss the war in Ukraine. At 2.30, Biden will deliver virtual remarks at the Summit on Fire Prevention and Control. And at 6.45, Biden will participate in a virtual reception for Representative Lisa Blunt Rochester. The House is out today. The Senate will meet at 11 a.m. and resume consideration of the NDAA. Final passage of the NDAA isn't expected until after the midterms. One thing worth noting... Senator Bob Menendez, chair of the Senate Foreign Relations Committee, had this to say in a new statement. The United States must immediately freeze all aspects of our cooperation with Saudi Arabia, including any arms sales and security cooperation beyond what is absolutely necessary to defend U.S. personnel and interests. As chairman of the Senate Foreign Relations Committee, I will not greenlight any cooperation with Riyadh until the kingdom reassesses its position with respect to the war in Ukraine. Enough is enough. All right, for more news on what's breaking in D.C. right now, subscribe to the Playbook newsletter. That's at politico.com slash playbook. Our music is composed by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. I'm Raghu Munavalan. Have a good Tuesday. We'll see you first thing tomorrow morning. All across the country, people are working hard for their financial freedom. So BlackRock is hard at work, managing the retirement plan assets of over 35 million Americans. From the plains to the coasts, BlackRock helps Americans invest for their future and helps communities thrive. BlackRock, invested in the future of Americans. Investing involves risks, including possible loss of principal, as of December 31st, 2021. Visit blackrock.com slash invested.